So what's going on? It's your boy, the Afro Boy, Prince and Unity. Make sure you like, share, subscribe. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook, Lost African Podcast. Uh, support the page. Support us on Spotify, man. Make sure you share us on Spotify. We're trying to grow and glow on Spotify. Um, Apple, rate the show. Give us five stars. Leave a comment. What you like to see. We're going to get into it. Uh, real quick, not going to be a long show. I just want to send my piece for today because it is Monday. So I'll leave you with something. Who do you who do you study? Right? Who do you study from an historical basis of great black men, right? Because I've come into a new fold and a new evolution of how I want to present myself to the world. I challenge myself so much uh, to make my own mark in history. And this is what I mean when I say that. So I recently went out and did a spoken word. And then this was a challenge for me because I've never done this form of speaking. Right? But I do this to overcome any form of stage fright, any form of of fear um, to get my message out, to get my message across. And I'm going to keep doing it and keep doing it because I study and um, admire the greats that came before me in my historical path of creating black progression. Because it takes courage for people who walk the path similar to Martin Luther King. It takes courage for people who walk the path similar to Malcolm X. It takes courage for people who walk the path of Steve Biko. It takes courage for people who walk the path in Black Britain with the Afro-Caribbeans and Africans uh, and I believe the, the 1960s of Melgrove 9, it takes courage uh, when you go and watch this TV show or this TV series called Small Acts and you learn about the, the black man who still, after facing discrimination, seeing his father face discrimination, get on the police force and say, I am going to change uh, the outlook, especially being on there as a representation for my people and to be able to protect my people, right? Do right by my people, regardless. So that is what I challenge myself with. That is what I want to challenge my community with. That is what I want to challenge everybody who listens to um, my podcast. When you come here, honestly, what you're receiving is the trinkets that were left behind for us to remember. To remember who we are as a whole, along with where we come and what we've become, right? Yes. I'm a part of, to me, in my eyes, I'm a part of the Aboriginal and African, the melanated group of people who created black culture uh, in North America. That is, that is my ethnic group. So when I walk, I walk as a representation of them, but I walk with the acknowledgement and the understanding and the recognition that I am an African descended man, that I come from West Africa, uh, and that those who are there today uh, are my family, that I come from 
the enslaved Africans who ended up washed upon the shores of the Bahamas, from Nassau's Paradise Island, to all those places, and gained their freedom through the British in, in the 1900s. I'm part of those lines. So I acknowledge all these things because all these things are part of me, right? And that is what history, especially when our history is taught in the direction of acknowledgement and honor instead of a narrow gapped it, narrow-minded depiction, what you get. You get everything we've lost. Uh, because when I go out into the world, I don't try to convince us to be African. No. I try to get you to remember and connect to what the world and the diaspora calls Africanness. There's a difference. Being able to relate to your brother and sister historically through Africanness is a very deep, powerful thing. I'll give you an example. Because Africanness and blackness is literally the same thing. I just like to call it as what it is. Because historically, what did ended what ended up happening? Remember this. Your greats and the people you listen to. Martin, Malcolm, Marcus Garvey, Steve Pico, Kwame Tour, uh, Angela Davis, uh, uh, Saraj Ali, uh, Dr. Francis Cross Wilson. They will tell you that what ended up happening was they made so many names for us that one of the most common names to refer to ourselves, they replaced, right? Because if you read enough books, if you come around enough articles, if you dive down enough history, a word that will come around as a reflection at some point, no matter if you're talking about the Moors who ruled Spain, if you're talking about the Cribs, you'll hear the, you'll hear the term melanated, copper-colored, African. You'll hear these terms at some point. All to describe a group of people who seem somehow so, so similar. And then you'll start to understand why I call it Africanness. Right? His blackness was the replacement term. Yeah, they use the term Negro and um, nigga, but all these things derive from what? They re- they wanted to replace so you can forget and not remember what was taken or lost from you. And we had to create a new. That's why That's why a lot of black, what you, when we call black Americans, and even if you pick up a book, you'll learn that black Britain, the blacks in Britain, had to really sort of reshape their identity of themselves. Some things lasted over 400 years. Some things didn't. My goal is to get you to recognize what did or what hasn't changed, all right? Or what is sitting right in front of your face. It just seems that the sun just keep blinding the message, keep shielding the message from you. You can't see it. Not right now. I know you can't see it right now, but we're going to get there. And that's that's my mission. That's my historical 
mission. That that is the mark that I want to leave to this world, to to my to my family, to my um, future children and children uh, that become impacted. The young youth that come behind me that comes impacted to take on this mantle and keep pushing and keep pushing because our mark in history can't be massacres. It can't be Buffalo, New York in 2022. May, believe it was May, believe it, I believe it was this past weekend, May 21st or 14th. Recently, because time flies, but in the month of May in 2022, our history can't be massacres. Our history can't be riots. Our history has to be impacted, change, and progress. And who do you model after when you when you think about that? Who do you search? Who do you research? Who do you study? Who do you gain strength from? From the examples that they left? Who represents our history? 